Cotney Construction Law is dedicated to helping the construction industry in legal, risk, and safety challenges. Welcome to this week's Law & Mortar with John Kenny and Trent Cotney. I'd like to welcome everybody to another episode of Law & Mortar. As always, I am Trent Cotney, CEO of Cotney Construction Law, and I'm here with our esteemed guest and panelist, John Kenny, CEO of Cotney Consulting Group. John, how you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing today? Doing great. Cannot complain. So we've got a lot going on in the world right now. We're looking at an election here in just a few days. Um, you know, one of the things that, that I know we've both been talking to customers about is be prepared. You know, I, I regardless of who gets in office, a lot of the stuff that I'm seeing suggests that there's going to be a downturn. Um, you know, I don't know what the market's doing today, but I've already seen, you know, over the last week, the market's gone down. Um, you know, I kind of anticipate that we're going to start slowing up here the rest of this quarter and then first quarter, I think we're really going to start seeing some of it. So what are you seeing on your end? I know, you know, obviously we're, we're heavy into data and analytics and you have access to a lot of information. What, what is that telling you and what can contractors and trades expect for the next couple of quarters? Yeah, I think you're, uh, Mar today, you know, being Friday afternoon, the market's down about 3.30 again. Um, it's down a couple thousand points in the last week. Uh, it's probably going to stay volatile. The market's mainly reacting to uh, increased layoffs and uh, the lack of a stimulus plan and, and the pandemic. I mean, today alone, the country hit over 90,000 in the pandemic. It's, it's not going away, at least not in the market's eyes. Um, we do run a lot of data. Uh, next week, we do have a specific little more in-depth video coming out on, on the economic outlook. But some of the highlights are uh, GDP actually did go up 33 or 33.5% as was subscribed for the last third quarter. That, that's a true fact. Um, but that still puts us down about 3.5% on the GDP, which is, equates to approximately $6,000 per family in lost income on the average in the United States. So that's what it comes down to on the GDP. Um, all trends do show us we expect to drop to about 5% negative by year's end. We expect fourth quarter to drop about another percent or so um, by all expectancies. Uh, going into next year, I mean, it's kind of a mixed bag. You know, like you said, we do have uh, the elections coming up and um, uh, regardless of who gets in, I, I think each administration is going to look at stimulus in a different fashion. So. Until we know that, it's really hard to predict. But the overall data analytics on the construction industry is we are probably facing a slow to no growth industry over the next at least year to well into 2022. Now, that doesn't mean a long-term, hopefully, recession of the industry, but pretty much flat. So that, that's what we got so far. Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm seeing on my end from the legal side of things. And, you know, it, it is um, from the, the stimulus packages that have been discussed, getting that legal liability shield enacted is going to be critical. And I was optimistic that we would see that on the federal level by the end of the year. For those of you that don't know, that legal liability shield basically uh, would help prevent you as a contractor or trade from being liable for unintentional exposure to COVID to third parties. So I want to see that as a protection, but, you know, depending on what happens in the election, if they're still talking about this in a month or so, I doubt that those stimulus talks are going to happen until we know what's what. Um, looking into the next year, you know, one of the things I know we're focused on is looking at renewable energy. And 
um, we're starting to see more and more of a push in that direction. You know, obviously water and wind, but a lot of solar. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of opportunity for roofing contractors out there in particular that are looking to expand their business into maybe other areas. And I think, you know, we've seen just in the last couple of years, some marked improvements in solar capability. So ultimately I see uh, that kind of going in that direction, but there are some legal issues that we're going to have to contend with. What, what are you seeing, John, on your end? Do you think that solar is going to be a growth area or do you think it's going to be, you know, business as usual? I think solar is going to become a growth industry. I don't believe you're going to see it immediately going into 2021. But um, I, I did have a conversation, and, and it was funny. We talked about solar last week uh, with a person who is in a private equity fund group up in New York City, and they specialize in renewable energy. That's all they do is go out and invest in companies and turn them over. So a couple interesting things have hit the solar industry. So for the first time in history, it is cheaper to build a 100% solar-powered energy plant than it is a fossil fuel plant and sustainable. They now have the technology that they can store the power into a battery cells to keep up in the evening, to keep the flow going. That'll be 100% free of fossil fuels. So regardless of government programs, you know as well that's going to take off. You know, private industry always drives. The other thing that is more specific to roofing is they now come up with another generation of solar panels that will be used on the roof that have, uh, instead of having on the sides and around the frame where it's a darkened frame that you lose the solar power, it's actually a clear frame that's molded right into the solar panels that allows 360 capture of the sunlight. It's got a reflectivity built in underneath that actually sells it back up. So it is actually 1.45 more efficient in producing power. So now you put that on top of a roof system, it's gonna to start to become economically feasible that you're gonna see this industry move ahead in, in most areas, especially with the improvements in the battery cell storage in the areas that don't have the amount of sunlight as you do in the Southeast and the Southwest. So I, I think private industry is gonna move ahead with this regardless. Yeah, and you know, that's a great point. You know, I. I think about just the change in electric cars, for example. You look at how things have changed over 10 years from sort of the Prius to the Tesla where we are now, and you see the, you know, the increased efficiency, the increased uh, you know, duration of battery life, all that kind of stuff. And I think we're starting to see that same kind of innovation in the solar uh, world. So I do think that there's a significant amount of opportunity. You know, one of the things we've done at least two uh, mergers and acquisition deals with roofing contractors purchasing solar companies. It's a great way to grow business, and I think you're going to see more of that. Now, from a legal perspective, one of the things I'm worried about if you get into solar is obviously additional roof penetrations. Figuring out the electrical components, the solar components, and the roofing components, I'm a big believer in having one leader for all those so that you don't end up having one trade screwing up the work of another trade. And that's another reason to do everything in-house if you can. Other thing to think, to think about is, depending on what state you're in, you know, Florida's a good example, California. Uh, Illinois, North Carolina, some other states, there may be specific electrical or solar requirements from a licensure standpoint that you might have to negotiate. So you may need to get somebody on your staff to get a license in that area just so that you can perform that additional work. But again, I really think if you're looking to diversify what you're doing, I really think, you know, people are going to start looking at rooftop management and how can you get the most out of your roof from a renewable energy standpoint. You know, we talked about green roofs in a previous 
uh, law and order. I think that kind of goes along with that. So stay tuned for more on that. You know, um, John, what else have you, have you seen? Is there anything else that's on in, you know, that you've been working on that, uh, comes to mind as far as, as what the future holds over the next, uh, you know, couple of quarters. There's a, there's some interesting technologies out there. One is uh, everybody's focusing, starting to focus on the carbon capture technology. Um, right now, there are granules that are being used in shingles and some of the uh, flat uh, modified type roofings that they're calling a more smog repellent, but really that's what it is. It's carbon capture. So they're, it's starting to be an interesting part of our industry. And I think, I know I, I was... Uh, had a conversation a week or two ago with a uh, with a with a university that's doing a big study on this ma mainly over in Europe, but it's it, it doesn't matter where it's going to hit here, where it's actually the uh, fibers, you know, the little fiber cells. So it could almost be they were looking at using it as a reverse technology on top of a roof instead of almost like a fleece back. If you're looking at it from a roofing standpoint, on the bottom, where this would be able to pull the carbon out of the air, and then as it rains the next time, it, it just washes it down into the system uh, clean there's nothing to do with it so the important thing for that is the roofing manufacturers would be able to work their way towards almost zero carbon footprint on the planet by just simply incorporating some of this into their system so i think you're going to see a lot more of that it's a real technology it's gaining strength um, the other thing we came up across especially over in europe working with the ifd we've had a couple meetings on this is blue roof technology so if anybody's not aware of what Blue Roof is, all that really means it's water management system and combined with your roof. Um, the roofs are almost, if you go back to the old, a lot of the older folks out there in roofing will understand this, you know, bond, the pond systems that cop, coppers and other coal tar with the dead flat came out to basically use the water to cool the roofs. Well, this is kind of similar to that, except it slows down the amount of roof flow going off the roof to control urban flooding. So you're, you, there's a couple things it's being used for to slow the amount of water exiting off the roof so that you don't flood out the local urban streets. And also, it's also used for capturing, recirculating the water and using it for being filtered out in, into other uses such as potable water. So I think that's another technology that's going to gain speed over very soon, maybe not again in the first, second quarter, but I think you're going to see more of this develop out in 2021 for sure. Yeah, definitely, and not just in roofing, but for all construction materials, we're seeing two big trends. One is multi-purpose. So, you know, John gave, you just gave a great example of granules and shingles, you know, where it, it has another purpose other than just the building material. The second that we're seeing is sustainability. So, especially when I'm looking at roofing, you know, it's, there's a lot of commoditized, disposable type mentality. I think you're going to see a move away from that into more sustainable, environmentally friendly roof systems. Um, and politics may play an important part. So let's see what happens Tuesday and beyond as it relates to that. Uh, John, as always, it's been a pleasure talking to you, man. I'm looking forward yep. to uh, talking to you again. You next too. I, I, I think you're right, Trent. We have some interesting times coming up, especially over the next two months and see how this all plays out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's never a dull moment. So, as always, we appreciate you, the audience. If you ever have any questions or things that you'd like for us to discuss, please hit us up. I'm at tcotney at cottonycl.com. John, how can they reach you? Uh, that's Jay Kenny, J-K-E-N-N-E-Y at cl, cottonycl.com. Great. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time.